Attention Northwest Arkansas businesses and talent seekers. Introducing Onboard NWA.com, your hyperlocal job board crafted for our unique community. Struggling to find the perfect match for your job openings? Onboard NWA simplifies the hiring process, connecting you with the region's top talent through tailored talent matching solutions. Whether you're an employer seeking expertise or a professional looking for your next opportunity, Onboard NWA is here for you. Discover more at onboardnwa.com and let's build the future of Northwest Arkansas together. Northwest Arkansas, Randy here, bringing you a quick word from our sponsor, Signature Bank of Arkansas. Since 2005, Signature Bank has been all about empowering our community with local ownership and top-notch banking services. Signature Bank's roots run deep with assets over a billion dollars, and they're right here in your backyard with branches in Bentonville, Rogers, Springdale, Fayetteville, and now including Harrison and Jonesboro. With a growing family of more than 200 teammates, they're ready to serve you with the warmth only a true community bank can offer. And they've got Banco C, the first bilingual bank in Arkansas, to ensure that banking is for everyone. So give Signature Bank a call at 479-684-3700 or visit Signature.Bank online. Mention you heard about them on the I Am Northwest Arkansas podcast for that personal touch. Signature Bank of Arkansas. Big on assets, local at heart, and a proud member of the FDIC and an equal housing lender. It's time for another episode of I Am Northwest Arkansas, the podcast covering the intersection of business, culture, entrepreneurship, and life in general here in the Ozarks. Whether you are considering a move to this area or trying to learn more about the place you call home, we've got something special for you. Here's our host, Randy Wilburn. Hey folks, and welcome to another episode of I Am Northwest Arkansas. I'm your host, Randy Wilburn, and I'm excited to be with you today. I have got a great guest, guest plural for you. I have Jessica Ferguson and Ahu Johnson. They are both part of the adult education program that's actually part of the Fayetteville Public School System. And I wanted to welcome them on the podcast. We, as I told you before, and we've mentioned this time and time again, we try to expand this podcast to talk about a number of different subjects, the least of which is certainly business, culture, entrepreneurship, and life in the Ozarks. And this certainly qualifies as life, right? When you think of education, when you think of all the things that we go through throughout our lives to better ourselves, education is probably one of the biggest commitments that we make. And so I'm excited to talk with Jessica and Ahu today because I think it's a, it's important for people to realize, I mean, the statistics are out there with regard to how many people don't actually finish their high school and get their diploma. 
and why it's important to, you know, get that credential, get that GED, if for nothing else, just for yourself to to have a sense of accomplishment and know that, hey, I can actually do this and then move on to bigger things, right? It's just one step at a time. And so we're going to learn a lot about the adult education program with Fayetteville. And, and then also, uh, hopefully these guys know a little bit or can point us in the right direction for some of these other cities in Northwest Arkansas. And of course, the idea is that if Fayetteville's doing something, Springdale's probably not far behind, Rogers is probably not far behind, and Bentonville's probably not far behind. So without further ado, Jessica and Ahu, how are you guys doing? Great. We're doing great, Randy. Thank you for having us. Absolutely. Thank you for having us. Absolutely. So tell us a little bit about this, because a lot of people may not realize that the adult education program sits under the Fayetteville public school system. So how does that, because you guys have been there for a while. Yes, we really have. I think it's been I'm not exactly sure the years, but I know for over 20 years. I agree with that. Yeah. Yeah. And so we've been under the Fayetteville public school system the whole entire time. And we believe it's a really good partnership and marriage with the district. Okay. All right. So tell me a little bit about how the adult education program works and, and exactly what you're capable of doing. I know before we got hit record, you were talking about learning English but then also if somebody wants to get their GED. So maybe kind of give the listeners an idea of all that the adult education program encompasses under the Fable public school system. Yes, we do a lot of things. So primarily, you know, it's for all adults. We do work with some minors that do not complete their GED through the school district, but we do a lot of things. I mean, people often think, oh, it's just GED, but it's so much more. We have not only GED, but we provide services for post-secondary entering and taking tests and getting prepared for college. We do ESL services, which is a huge part of our program and actually probably the biggest part of our program. Yeah. Yeah. And also we have some certificate programs like CPR. We work with NTI in Springdale. That's another adult education center that we offer the CNA program. Okay. And what we are doing, the vehicle operator, emergency vehicle okay. operator, um, certificate program, paraprofessional program for the adults who want to work in the school system. Okay. Mm-hmm. Okay. So there's a lot of options out there for people that are available to take advantage of. How are people finding out about it? Because I know, I know when we spoke, Jessica, you said... One of the biggest challenges that you have is that you guys are like the best kept secret, right? That nobody knows about it. And, and of course, you know, we're doing this podcast, so we want to shed light on what you're doing. But what are you guys doing to try to overcome that? And what do you want people to know that are listening to this that may have a family member or they themselves might be the perfect candidate to, to utilize your services? What would you want to share with them? Yeah. You know, like we were discussing earlier that. The landscape of education has changed so much during COVID and now after COVID that we really want people to know our services and that we're here. And I mean, although we are a quick Google, sometimes you're not even, you're not really sure what you're looking for or you don't have the answers. I mean, we, we really want people to know that we're here and that we have all of these incredible services. I mean, half the time we even have community ed where you can take dance lessons. Hmm. Um, That's true. Yeah. And so art classes, art classes, there's things that are coming back. Mm -hmm. And all of our services are free, except for when community ed is running. We have, I mean, they're very affordable rates and 
And so, you know, how I think it's maybe it's becoming harder for people. I'm not really sure. I think during COVID, it became more of a, I'm not sure if education was on the forefront of everyone's minds at the time, you know, like survival, survival, it felt (laughs) like, yeah, yeah, and fear. And so, you know, just kind of, you know, our class sizes are still very small. And so, you know, we've always been a very safe place. We're located downtown in Fayetteville. We're walkable. You know, we're all over social media, although we could probably do better with that. (laughs) You know, we're, we're there. We're here. We're there. Yeah. And also for ESL classes. I want to tell what ESL is because some people don't know what, what is that ESL class. Sure. English as a second language. So these classes are for the students who moved into this country for many reasons, family, jobs, or studying, you know, mm-hmm. or they cannot just live in their countries anymore. They are refugees and sure. then they restart a brand new life and they need some English to adopt this new country. So they come to us and we try to help them with their English. So we offer classes in the mornings and in the evenings too. Okay. So two evenings we are there for them, for the people who have to work during the day. You know, they, they have options. They have options. And for families that they have to work and they have kids. So this is the hardest part. Sometimes parents Uh, take turns taking care of their children. I have students, fathers attending morning class because mother's working, mother's attending night class because father's working. So they have to take care of their children too, Mm -hmm. but it's hard. And uh, we offer them online classes. We have very nice programs that they are free. Mm -hmm. So we help them how to use them on their phones or laptops, or if they have (laughs) Wi-Fi's. At home, that's right. another issue, but we try to help them every way. As long as they have the desire, dedication, I want to do this, we are there to help them. Yeah. So, and I, and I would imagine that a lot of people feel like if they don't complete high school, that, you know, all bets are off, like there's no solution for them. And I think that seems like to be the biggest disconnect that you run into when I talk to, or I, I the few times that I run into people that haven't completed their high school degree, I'm always encouraging them, hey, you should go back and finish, get that credential, and then move on to some bigger and better things. Because like I said earlier, that sense of accomplishment will can propel you into new levels of achievement, new levels of opportunity. And so it seems like that's kind of like your biggest hurdle is how do you help people get beyond just the stigma of not finishing high school and you know, what it looks like. And I don't want to be the only, you know, adult in this class. Well, everybody's an adult, right? Mm-hmm. Like, that's the whole mm-hmm. idea. You're not going to yeah. be in a room with a bunch of ninth graders. I mean, you know, <laughs> no, we're not. No. So, so, so everybody is at the same place. Mm-hmm. So we're kind of all coming at this from the same like perspective. That's so true. Yeah. I mean, I think that our staff is so good that you know, the rapport is just so welcoming. I mean, I think it's a really fun place. And I think we're, we've all been doing it so long. We've seen everything and we let our students know, like our oldest student could be 75 years old and our youngest 17. And so it's a really eclectic environment. And it's really interesting because of that. We have this amazing multicultural fair at the end of the year where the mayor comes and the school board comes and it's colorful and it's cultural and it's so enriching and so rewarding. Our ESL program is just thriving and 
just amazing. The teachers are amazing. Oh, thank you. <laughs> GED teachers are amazing too. <laughs> so, but as you so mentioned, we're having like a little love fest here between the two of you guys. So, it's as you mentioned, the students who are in our classrooms have more or less the same problem. Sure. So it's easy to motivate them. And in ESR classes, I am the person, you know, to give myself as an example because I am a lifelong ESL learner myself. So we share our personal experience in the classroom. And actually, I need to mention this ESL students, they, their English level, when they reach to some level, they want to do their GED classes too. So we have students that we transfer to Jessica's class. Yeah. Or higher levels. Right. And then we, you know, and then soon once they're with us for a while, it's like what you're saying, Randy, it's like first the hard part is saying, okay, I feel really scared to come. I'm an adult. Am I going to be the only one? And then it's saying, okay, now you're almost done with your GED and we're still not done with you. We want to make sure that you have some kind of employment to enter into. So we have job readiness trainings and we Mm -hmm. have job certificates and Um, We really want them to leave with some sort of credential. We also have an amazing career counselor and she, she works sometimes directly with workforce for, for scholarships, for, I think we talked before Randy about trade schools and Mm -hmm. saying, okay, college isn't maybe the only way. Mm -hmm. And so we provide that kind of avenue to help them with, with scholarships to get into maybe NTI and welding and and so many of our students leave not only with a GED, not only with much better English skills, going somewhere. Yeah. Yeah. You know, and it's funny, I've, and I've mentioned it on this podcast before, but, you know, we look at, you look at other models of countries that have kind of figured it out when it comes to developing their adult workforce. Germany comes to mind. I think like 60 or 70% of all Germans are offered the opportunity to go through some type of trade program to develop their skills. because. Everybody's not going to work a white collar job. Right. Some people are going to do a blue collar job and there's nothing wrong with that. And I think, you know, one of the challenges that we have in this country is that, you know, everybody sees all the get rich quick folks and, you know, all the, you know, outstanding and brilliant software people and tech folks that are out there making, minting millions of dollars. And everybody wants to do that. The reality is everybody can't do that. Right. And we also need some people that can sweep the streets. We need some people that can put some duct work together. We need some people that can plumb a house. We need people that can set up electricity property so that nobody electrocutes themselves. <laughs> I mean, all of these are important aspects of our society. It's just that in this country, we have had a challenge in terms of how we we grade things, right? And so if you if you're a blue collar guy or gal, you're kind of less than a white collar person. And I mean, we have to get beyond that and we have to create a level of respectability for any profession. Yeah. Yeah. Right. Because yeah. I mean, if you think about it, and that's that's one of the biggest challenges that you run into in this country. And that's something that's why anybody that's out there that is devoting time to developing the next generation and developing the minds of the next generation, you've got to you sell them a bad bill of goods if you don't create an opportunity for them to see everything that's possible. Mm-hmm. And not just try to steer them down one path. Cause I think that's, um, that's unfortunate. Yeah. I agree. I agree. That's so interesting that you say that. Yeah. There is a big gap missing. And I think that, although I'm not sure that we're, we fill all of that gap, but yeah. we sure are trying. Well, you start, you got to start somewhere. Yeah. Right. Yeah. yeah. For my ESL students who 
have their background from their own countries. They are electricians, plumbers, like you mentioned, but they cannot just start. They don't know how to start, what to do, where to go. Well, you cannot just become a plumber in this country, but there are so many countries that you can, you know, just (laughs) you help someone and then you start your own business one day. So we help them how to become an electrician, what certificate they need. But these are all in English, so they need to improve their English levels first. Or they have certificates from their countries, but they they just, you know, had to leave the country that quick that they couldn't bring any documentation with them. Sure, sure. So that's the sad part. So we help with that too, you know, how to get it. If they have their transcripts or diplomas with them, it's easier to help. But if there is nothing, there are students who are ready to go back and do their high school diploma work again yeah. from the beginning. Yeah. I, and so another interesting thing, I think what we do is, and even what we're talking about is that there is this gap. And so there's maybe people out there, because I mean, who we're serving is such a very small percentage of the population that needs serving. Mm-hmm. And so, you know, you can still come to us if you already have your GED or if you can already speak great English. I mean, you can come to us and we can provide the services that maybe help with that gap of like, okay, it's like either you don't have your high school diploma or you're in college and then every other thing in between maybe isn't as valued. Mm -hmm. We just try to, I guess, plant the seed of value. Yeah. You know, and I'm, I'm just curious to know how many people make the connection of higher ed once they've gone through your program and then say, you know what, I want to now I want to go to NWAC and get my associate's degree and, mm-hmm. you know, see where it goes from there. I mean, how, how often are you able to kind of bridge that gap for people? It ha- I think it happens pretty often. It happens pretty often. Yeah. Even ESL students we have, I don't remember all the names now, but every year we send some students to community college or university. Yeah. University yeah. of Arkansas. Mm-hmm. Okay. It happens pretty often. And so we're yeah. always, we always just want more people to know about us because we think we're really great. <laughs> <laughs> no, I mean, I, I, and I think, like I said, when, when this was originally brought to me and, and I want to say Damara Baker, hmm. who is also a baker <laughs> and, and a friend of mine introduced me to you, Jessica. And, you know, she was like, oh, you need to know Jessica and what she's doing. It's an important part of the community that, that doesn't get enough FaceTime with people. Mm-hmm. And so that's why I was like, oh yeah, I definitely want to tell this story because I think it's important for people to hear that there are programs available. A lot of times I just think people just, you know, everything's the best kept secret and it shouldn't be that way. Right. You know, businesses struggle with that, right? You know, it's like, oh, a business might be doing an event. And you're like, I just heard about this today and the events tonight. It's like, how did that happen? So even businesses struggle with this, but you've got to understand, I mean, what you guys are doing is so important that that, that, you know, I would hope that people would rally around the efforts that you guys are putting out there because you do make a difference in our society as you, again, lift people up, as you educate them, as you engage them where they are and help them, again, to kind of connect the dots in their own lives and, you know, continue to evolve, right? Because my thing is either, either you grow or you die. Right. Yeah, if you're not true. growing, you so die. True. Right. Exactly. It really is. I mean, and you can I look say at that it like your heart levels. is not beating. Yeah. If absolutely. you're not growing. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And so I want to encourage it. It might be somebody listening to this that's 25 years old and is embarrassed because seven years ago you bowed out of school or eight years ago you bowed out of school, maybe because life hits you and on uh, upside the head, which it happens, right? Life yeah. sometimes comes at us so fast that we can't react in time. 
And then before you know it, a year, I mean, a year has passed, 10 years has passed. And then it's like, oh, I can never do that. Mm-hmm. Or I don't want to be in a room with a bunch of young kids. It's not like that. It's no. not like that. I have students who have been in this country 35, 40 years, couldn't have time to learn any English. Yeah. But now, you know, their kids are all adults and they say, it's my time now. And yeah. they come come to class. Yeah. Yeah. And also, you know, not just to mention, oh, okay, life hit me. It's been 10 years. It's been too mm-hmm. long. And those, that's a huge part too of just, okay, I don't, I don't feel confident enough. But then there's also the group that might be dealing with maybe some sort of learning barrier. Yeah. And dyslexia. Sure. Yeah. And that is also a big population of our students that come and say, you know what? This has always been really hard for me. (laughs) I couldn't do it. I'm still now even more terrified to do it 10 years out of school. And so our staff is really good with working with learning accommodations. So I'm glad you bring that up because actually my wife is a dyslexia specialist. So she Mm. deals with phonemic awareness and all that good stuff. And that's actually one of the biggest impediments to adults in terms of deciding, you know what, forget about it. It's one of the reasons why the Pew Research did a study and why so many people after college never pick up a book again, but reading. And there's so many people that, that walk around with undiagnosed dyslexia. It's insane. And one in five children have dyslexia. So we know that a lot of those kids fall through the cracks and become adults Mm-hmm. still with that dyslexia. It doesn't go away. It's You're going to have it for life. And if you don't know how to cope with it, if you don't know how to learn in spite of it, then it, it can be a problem. Right. Right. And so you're right. So many people come and say, I don't know what's wrong with me. I just know it's something. Yeah. I think something is not right. I, I just don't read at the rate or at the same comprehension skills as my peers. Or And so we also provide the service of a free testing program for them to say, okay, all right, now we know what it is and now we can address it. And I would say probably more students in my classroom have accommodations for one reason or another than don't. Yeah. And so, and all I say is don't quit and I can get you to pass. <laughs> that's funny. <laughs> yeah. Because even, even 504 designations are with people for life, right? I mean, that's just, I mean, yeah. it just gives you the ability to gives you extra time to take tests right? and all of that. I mean, that's important. Right, right. I mean, we can get you the accommodations that you need and it's it's not as scary as it feels. I mean, you know, we can get you a reader, a private room, you know, we will do whatever it takes for you to reach your goals. Exactly. And also I, I feel like I need to talk about citizenship classes. Mm-hmm. We provide that too. I am offering that class because I am a naturalized citizen, citizen too. Yeah, so yeah. I share my own personal experience with these students to help them, you know, go through that interview and they get their certificates. Yeah. I think it's important. It's, I always laugh at that because I, I think some people that have gone through citizenship class know more about <laughs> this country than people that have actually been born here. Uh-huh. Uh, I mean, my, my mother-in-law, my, my wife's family is from Trinidad. And mm-hmm. so my mother-in-law is a, is a citizen of the United States and her father is not. And so they've been in this country for years, but you know, the, the first chance that she had to go to school and get and get that citizenship class done, she did it, you know, and then she went through the whole process. And uh-huh. I remember my wife talking about it, and this was a long time ago when my wife was much younger, but she was so proud of her mom for mm-hmm. going through that process. My mm-hmm. wife was born here, so she didn't have to do that. But mm-hmm. yeah, I mean, you know, I think people that are from here take it for granted and don't yep. realize. Well, when I got my certificate, the judge that day, I still remember what he said. He said, you are our adopted kids. 
And I feel like that. And he said, the questions you answered in your interview, if we asked those questions to someone walking like Americans in the street, <laughs> I believe they would have failed. Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> well, yeah we're not pointing fingers at anybody, but... But, yeah, uh, yeah. but, but uh, later on now, high school graduates has to pass the same test yeah. to get their diplomas. Absolutely. Yeah, that, Absolutely. Is, that is really funny. One time we were doing this training and Ahu was leading the training in our, in our school for teachers. And she gave us the test and none of us passed. <laughs> <laughs> Listen, look, I, I would, I would venture to say that most adults, if you were given a civics test would struggle mightily, you know, mm-hmm. and, and you see it like when you watch like some of the late night talk shows and they go out somewhere on Hollywood and they interview people and ask them about like common sense, like what you would think would be common sense history questions. And it's like, I have no idea. Right. You know, it's like, if it wasn't, you know, an Instagram or TikTok recently, I have no idea. And that's not a knock on the young, the young no. cloud. It's just, just in general, ignorance has been bliss for a long time. And, and unfortunately, you know, you guys are, you guys are fighting the good fight against that, right? You, you, are, you are really, you're really, you're really working hard to make sure that people have an opportunity. And I don't, I don't say that with malice or forethought. I mean, when I say it's just a lot of times people don't know what they don't know. Right. Right. True. And what you guys do is provide a lens through which people can learn and gain a better understanding about things that then affords them the ability to go out and be a real productive member of society. We really thank you. Yeah, we we do. I mean, even when it's time for voting. We help our students register and we'll give them rides and yeah. we'll talk we, we about- last elections, we went with a group of students to help them, help yeah. to vote. Yeah, yeah. We just really want to help in all the ways. We also, I mean, you know, as we're talking, we keep thinking of all the things that we do. We provide SNAP services also, okay. you know, mm-hmm. yeah, just, I mean, we really just try to do an overall healthy function for each yeah. student. Yeah. Wage certificates. Yeah, they get all kinds of things. All kinds of things. So once they, as you mentioned before, they come and decide to do this, we are there. I can say that me, myself, seven days, 24 hours, I share my own phone number with them because they work. Yeah. You know, when I'm at school, they cannot reach me. So I say, you cannot call me, you know, because I don't work in the night shift. Right, right. (laughs) But if you text me. Yeah. You know, I will 100% get back to you sure. and try to help you. So once they know this, when we build that trust between us, yeah. so we help them. Okay. Wow. I mean, it's like, it seems like you would think that, I mean, that that's a lot. Uh, that's a lot on you, right? To, mm-hmm. to do that. And so are you guys hiring more people to work in the adult ed space with you? Or do you have enough people we right now? We would love to have some other, some more people, but. Yeah. yeah. As you know, we're, it's like a business. Like we mm-hmm. said earlier, you know, sometimes our funding is cut for different reasons. And mm-hmm. so we, we have a very small staff, but it's mighty. Mm-hmm. We would always love more, but we need more students. Yeah, mm-hmm. absolutely. So do you, you, you think more students would definitely allow you or afford you the opportunity to get more funding. Yeah. Our funding is based on our performance. Okay. Okay. Yeah. Okay. And so we want to serve more students, not only to keep our doors open, but because our community needs it. Yeah, absolutely. So as people are listening to this, if somebody's listening and they're up in Rogers or Bentonville or even Bella Vista or, or even Springdale for that matter, because we're, we're physically recording this in Fayetteville right now, what would you say to them if they said, yeah, uh, is there, I mean, does every city have an adult education program in Northwest Arkansas? 
We have Bentonville Northwest Arkansas Community College has their adult education. Okay. Springdale has Northwest Arkansas Technical Institute. Okay. That's their adult education. Okay. I think Bella Vista has one too. I'm yeah. not that sure. <clears throat> but in Arkansas, I can say almost every city, Fort Smith, yeah. there is every county. Ed- every county, yes, right. has okay. adult education center. It's definitely something that's drivable and mm-hmm. close. Okay. For everyone. Mm-hmm. Okay. So there, there are opportunities out there available to everybody. Mm-hmm. Yes. Okay. Yes. All right. Great. So in, in a perfect world, what would you guys be able to do that you're not able to do right now in terms of adult education that you see as such a great need to address? Oh, that's a really hard one. Cause <laughs> <laughs> that's a hard one. And I don't, I'm not trying to stump you, of course, but I mean- yeah. I know there are things that you see, you're like, man, I wish we could address that, but we're not able to because of funding or because of whatever, but it's still a need nonetheless, right? Just because a need doesn't get addressed doesn't mean it's not a legitimate need. Well, maybe job places, you know, to go to. We work with Tyson and University of Arkansas too, but, you know, I wish we had more teachers to reach more places. Sure. Yeah, I think that's a good point. Our outreach, I don't, you know, mm. I mean, we're having a hard time for some reason, hey, we're here at our physical location, but we also haven't mentioned that we offer, we will come off site if needed. I mean, yeah. we will mm-hmm. teach anywhere. And so- And Lincoln. Sure. We teach in other cities mm-hmm. if they do not have an adult ed program. And so I guess, what do we want people to know that we're here, but we can be everywhere. Right. And if we had you know, more students, I think our program could grow. And then of course the outreach would be more and helping with education and then therefore helping with employment and then kind of the overall of the stimulating of the economy, I I think. Yeah. And it's crazy because, you know, people hear this and they they probably think, yeah, in in an area like Northwest Arkansas that, you know, is, is constantly being touted as one of the best places to live, we have issues, right? I mean, food insecurity, but this is another issue is just making sure that we continue to develop our adult community in a lot of different ways, right? Because we think a lot of, we just, I went to college, so I just naturally assume everybody went to college. That's not the case. Mm-hmm. And I, I forget what this, I think it's one third of all U.S. adults have gone to college. So then two thirds have not gone to college. Right. So when you think of the number of people that haven't gone to college, Mm-hmm. doesn't mean that they don't continue to evolve and develop, right? And that there needs to be opportunities and places for them to go to, you know, scratch that itch when it does come up, right? Because I think that's the other thing is that we, we need to be challenging each other to be better and do better per, for ourselves personally so that we can continue to evolve our, you know, areas of influence in our society. Yeah, I think that's really well put. I mean, you're right, like, you know, depending on our background or what our personal situation is, we're not maybe aware of the other things that are happening in our own community. And we're located in South Fayetteville. And I think for many years, I mean, South Fayetteville is also changing. Mm -hmm. Um, uh, There was a good population of our students that were homeless and providing services to get them out of certain situations was also something that we prided prided ourselves yep. on. Sure, that's right. <laughs> and so, yeah, I mean, I think that there's still so much more work to be done. And so we appreciate you having us here because I think part of it is just awareness. Yeah. Well, that's why I'm exactly. sharing my platform with you because I want people to hear this because even if just one person hears it and says, oh man, Jessica and Ahu really spark something in me, I want to either help or I want to either share this with somebody that needs to hear this. 
Um, but I, again, I think sometimes people just need that one spark, mm-hmm. right? Whether it's an idea, whether it's just a source of inspiration so mm-hmm. that they can get off of their, you know what, and <laughs> go out and do something amazing. And I can say that our students feel comfortable enough to contact with us and share their everything, you know, to reach their goals. And right. they they trust us on that too. Sure. Once we have that connection. Yeah. Yeah. I think that's important. I mean, mm-hmm. just the simple fact that you give out your your personal cell for people to to connect with you, and, and it just it just shows. You know, it's kind of like you know the teachers in 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 um, in um, in grade school that are you know bringing in their own supplies. Mm, right. You know, just just the little thing. It's those little things that that go, and you know, in a country as rich as ours, I mean, most of that stuff should not really have to happen, right? It should just be in place. And yeah. again, we we are a we are we, we are an imperfect. Uh, situation and we're continuing to grow and evolve. And so with, with what you guys are doing, it's, I think it's important for people to know about it. It's important for people to um, create context and provide opportunities and to help where and when possible. So, so now you say the the programs that you do, it's not just in person, but they're also are virtual options and they're, they're online apps that work that, that people are able to utilize. Exactly. Yes. Okay. Yes. Well, you know, me, I, my citizenship class, it's always a smaller class than sure. the others. So they sometimes say, Hey, can we meet on zoom teacher right away? We're on zoom. We're on zoom. Okay. All right. Yeah. And we also offer, um, really great programs that are free. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, there's lots of different, um, learning ladders sure. you can use. Sure. Mm-hmm. Sure. Any, any quick story you guys want to tell about a specific student or just, you know, without, you don't have to give names or anything, but just something that, that really moved you guys and furthered your why, like why you do this stuff on a regular basis, why you get up every morning and, and do this adult education Anything that comes to mind that really stands out that you'd like to share? Well, I sometimes say I need to write write a book about. <laughs> I know I have lots so many. Of- <laughs> <laughs> there are so many. Um, I, I know, we we had this this lady that had I I'm probably telling maybe the details wrong because it's been so many years, but I think she maybe had eight kids and she never had a chance to go to high school and she was really busy and she was impoverished. And, um, she finally had a chance to go to high, you know, get her diploma. And I think she graduated when she was 72 Wow! and she had a cane and she came to school every day on the city bus. And then she registered for NWAC and started college after Mm -hmm. our program. And that's amazing. I think she was with us for maybe three or four years. And I always loved that one because it really was the situation that you can do anything. And she was a speaker at our graduation, wow. almost like our Val Victoria or something. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, I don't know about you. Those stories motivate me. Whenever I read a story about like, and it's always like a janitor or somebody that went back to school. He's now 80, but he went back and got his um, GED. Uh, I remember there was a woman that graduated from from my alma mater. I went to Howard University and she was like 89 when she she had always wanted to go to Howard and she finally made it up there in her eighties and got her degree. Amazing. And so it's never 
too late. Never no. too late. It, Never. The only time that it's too late is once you are graveyard dead. <laughs> yes, once you're graveyard exactly. dead, then it's too late. But <laughs> exactly. before that time, yeah. if there is an you ounce still of, have time. Yes, if there is an ounce of breath in you, and somebody listening to this needs this motivation and that kick in the pants, mm-hmm. if 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 Ahu and Jessica didn't do it for you with what they shared about the adult education program here in Fayetteville, I don't know what will. But maybe you need to rewind this episode and listen to it again and share it with a friend. So, but seriously. <laughs> Ahu, Jessica, thank you guys so much for coming on the podcast. If somebody wants to reach out to you, what's the best way for them to contact with the adult education program? Well, we are, if they simply Google Fayetteville Adult Education Center, our address and school information is there. We have Facebook page and an Instagram, Twitter, and you want to share our phone phone number? number? Um, Our phone number is 479-444-3041. And we are at 612 South College in Fayetteville. There you go. 612 South College. Our Fayetteville. school is known as Jefferson Center. Jefferson and Center. So when you say Jefferson Center, people say, oh, I know Jefferson I know what Center. That is. Okay. Uh-huh. Perfect. 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 Well, you got it. Well, Jessica Ferguson, Ahu Johnson, thank you guys so much for joining us on this episode of the I Am Northwest Arkansas podcast. We appreciate you sharing your story. We appreciate all the efforts and time that you put into this. And, and we know that it's a yeoman's task. And so uh, thank you from the bottom of my heart and from everybody else here in Northwest Arkansas that um, that that your work is being seen and heard. So thank you very much. Thank you so much for having us. Thank Absolutely. you, Randy. Pleasure. Absolutely. Here. Well, thank you. The pleasure was all mine. Well, there you have it, folks. Another episode of the I Am Northwest Arkansas podcast. I hope you guys like this. I hope you get got something out of it. If you did, shoot me an email. Let me know what you thought. Uh, if you know somebody that needs to hear this episode, please share it with them. Remember, sharing is caring. I'm Randy Wilburn, the host of the I Am Northwest Arkansas podcast. Remember, we come out every Monday, rain or shine. So we'll have a new episode for you next week. That's all I have for you right now. I'll see you soon. Peace. We hope you enjoyed this episode of I Am Northwest Arkansas. Check us out each and every week, available anywhere that great podcasts can be found. For show notes or more information on becoming a guest, visit IamNorthwestArkansas.com. We'll see you next week on I Am Northwest Arkansas.